Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. And today I have with me Sophie St. Pierre, and I may not be saying that quite correctly with the French, but she'll correct me in a moment if I'm wrong. Sophie is, let me tell you a little about Sophie. Sophie is a master EFT and tapping pr- practitioner and trainer, trainer, trauma specialist, and psychic healer, and the founder of Fifth Ray Healing Academy. Sophie is a passionate EFT tapping authority whose mission is twofold, to help more people learn about EFT slash tapping and use these tools to create happier, healthier versions of themselves that they have dreamed about. And her second mission is to teach and support wellness practitioners in the use of EFT tapping with their clients struggling with trauma. With over 12 years of experience, her work centers around guiding people to heal from trauma and have the courage to be themselves on a daily basis. Sophie, welcome to the show. I am so happy to have you here today. I'm so happy to be here. This is a perfect topic. (laughs) (laughs) It it sure is. So tapping, um, I have been, I have tried tapping before. I've used it in some of my own healing work. I do not use it with my clients. I have not trained to do that Um, But it's a little bit different modality than some of the other healing modalities. And I really want to get into what tapping is, why trauma, why it's so effective for helping with trauma, and why it's so great for for women at this time of their life. So first of all, did I get your last name right or is it more the French pronunciation? Uh, St. Pierre. So the, the I'm using the English version. <laughs> that was Perfect. good. That was great. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about EFT, where it comes from, and what it's designed to do. So EFT is stems from emotional freedom technique. Uh, that was initially from uh, created by Gary Craig in the 1890s. So it's a long, it's been a couple of years in the making. Um, it's based on mer- meridian energy system. So if you go with the mer- meridians and the tapping motion, basically it's activating uh, acup- acupressure points. So it's it's has its foundation in so many different elements. Um, 
It's also known as tapping with uh, the popular tapping solution and the tapping world summit that many people know. So it has many different words now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's, a, it's come a long way, let's say. Yeah, there's, there's more and more research about it. So what does it do? I'm going to give you a short version for all the listeners and those that are watching. So basically what we're doing is we're activating the endpoint of certain meridians. So right now for those- So what's a meridian? So uh, I, I work with Reiki, which works with chakras, which are energy centers in the body. Tell me a little bit more about what a meridian is for those who don't know. Okay, so a meridian, I like to explain meridians like if you if you connect to your um, blood supplies, your blood flow, your your nerves and everything, right? So the blood moves through your body from the top of your head to the tip of your toes and fingers. Mm -hmm. Energy of meridians are the same. They're channels of energy that is connected from the top of your head to the tip of your fingers and toes. So they go over everything. And then sometimes what happens as we um, go through life, uh, just like blood cloth could stop um, be, um, constricted in our blood vessels, our energy system or our meridians can also have energetic blocks. So the tapping helps relieve blocks, relieve blockages or emotional blocks within the body system. Okay. So I know that most of the tapping points are in the head and the upper body. Yeah. Is there a reason that it's in the head versus like tapping on your arms? Or I, I do know you use your karate chop point. <laughs> but yeah, I believe it's accessibility, really. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like because we have meridians everywhere, right? So why not the other meridians? So um, so yeah, it's so easy. You're right. <laughs> it's just it's easy. It's everybody can access those points. And they do act, they do activate certain things that are really, really good in terms to of releasing. For example, the point under the eye, it's mm -hmm. right under the pupil. Uh, you you go and touch your cheekbone. So mm -hmm. on this point is related to the stomach meridian in Chinese acupuncture. So this is really good if you feel nauseated, if you okay. Yeah, so if there's, let's say you have something that happens in life and it got, it made you feel sick. When you think about that memory, maybe you'll feel sick again and then tapping under the eye point helps you release that. Okay, okay. Now, the other thing I know about tapping, which is, is quite a bit different, is uh, that it's not based on affirmations. It's based more on what you're experiencing. And yes. am I correct in that? I love that. I love how you explain that. Yes. Um, so there's been some challenges even nowadays with tapping. It's like, why am I stating the negative? Right? Because tapping is about first and foremost acknowledging where you're at and honoring those feelings. We have a tendency not to do that. We want just want them to go and we want to get better mm -hmm. and feel better. So we want to, it, the phrase when I started was called, let's tap it out. Well, tapping it out is not honoring where you're at and it stays longer in the body. Right. That's what I found. Right. 
Yeah, so much so. (laughs) Right? So it's not about tapping it out. It's about honoring our feelings so we can access more possibilities and have a beautiful conversation with our bodies, uh, which is why I love, I I think it's it's, it's actually going to be doing wonders for people with experiencing menopause. Yes. So is there anything in particular uh, that is connected with with the female organs with the ovaries and you said that that the eye po- under eye point is tapping uh is connected with the stomach is there something similar that's connected with the uterus and the vagina and the ovaries well so Do you know <laughs> That, that's a great question. Actually, so for me, what that brings up, though, is feelings of love, for example. Uh-huh. Right? And when I when I was, so, so for me, healing my, uh, let's say, uh, menstrual cycle and all that was about honoring the divine feminine, honoring that I'm a female. So if you think about that, for me, it would be the wrist points. The wrist point is connected to the heart meridian. Okay. And the lung meridian. So as we gently tap, so these points are are new, fairly new. And as we tap these points, we can help us move through whatever is going on. It could be also connected, for example, when we go through menopause, um, I'm in pre-menopause, there's so many changes in the body. So right. For some, right. For some people, they might feel loss, uh, a sense of loss, a sense of loss of self, a rediscovery. And in Chinese acupuncture, the wrist point is connected to grief. So it's a ah. beautiful point to activate and just honor again, honor what you, what's coming up for you. And since we're on on audio right now, uh, Sophie is rubbing her wrists together to activate that particular point. So it's really not a tap in this case, but she's actually rubbing her wrists together. Um, so yeah, many, some people will tap okay. um, them together. It's like you tapping your wrists, wrist to wrist. I find the, with the wrist meridian for me, I love the stroking motion because then I'm, it's like I'm being more compassionate and caring. Um, right. Yeah. Right. That it makes a lot of sense. He's still activating that meridian. Mm. Yeah. You, you brought up an interesting point uh, about the feminine and how we as post or, or perimenopausal women, there's one, one thing that I, I don't think I've said in a while to my audience, but when we are girls, when we are young, and then we go through puberty, it is almost axiomatic that someone will say to us that now you are a woman. And then we go through this period where our period, where our periods go away. And if our periods made us a woman, then what are we now? And I I want to, I just want to affirm that we, as we go through perimenopause and through menopause and into postmenopause, we are still very much, very much connected with our feminine selves. So uh, I think this, this wrist point is a point that all of us might want to pay a little more attention to. And when I work with chakras, 
I talk about the left side being the feminine and the right side being the masculine. So I'm going to challenge my listeners to to pay a little extra attention to the inside of their left wrist with the tapping, a stroking, or just a loving motion to feel that feminine energy flowing throughout your body. I love that. I love that. So one of the things that, for example, let's say that for you, um, do you feel that you, you're losing that feminine side or the childbearing is going basically, right? right. So, so in ancient time, then for some some culture, you were no longer useful, really. So um, some of the things, these kind of things can come up as you go through that. And this is where uh, healing comes in, where you could release the belief system that are actually not supporting you. And tapping is beautiful to do that. And I will say, in, in back to you on that one, it's the Western cultures that have yeah. been very, very negative towards postmenopausal women. And I have long talked about some of the archetypal images that we have here in in European and U.S. kinds of cultures mm-hmm. that bring uh, bring such a negative viewpoint to who we are at this time of our lives. Mm-hmm. And the Eastern cultures, the, the Asian cultures, India and China and Japan, seem to have much more respect and uh, veneration for elders of both genders, but especially of of women at this time of their lives and they become not oh and native american cultures the grandmother in the native american culture and even in like the mexican and hispanic cultures of south america the uh the old woman is the wise woman she is the crown the crowned one and it is a beautiful view of who we are at this time. So I really recommend if this is something that that's getting in the way of you thinking of yourself as being this amazing person that you are, that you take the time to think about this whole feminine masculine thing and this aging thing and rethink it because it really is a a burden that has been put on us primarily by this Western culture we live in. Yeah. And then there's different ways you could release it. And it could be, um, so with tapping, if you want, I can even show you, um, do a a demo. on. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take that demo. And for those of you who haven't found it yet, Menopause Matters is also a TV show on phoenixtv.app, that's F-E-N-I-X-T-V dot app. And you can sign in there. And on Tuesday nights, we release our show there. And I will bring Sophie on in our very first segment to talk about a, a tapping routine to release some of this negativity around the divine feminine as we move through menopause. How about that, Sophie? Sound good? Sounds really good. Yes, yes, yes. Sleep. It's so important to our health 
and to our hormonal balance. Yet 90% of women report not sleeping as one of their worst symptoms. Get my free sleep tips at menopausematterspodcast.com slash opt-in. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about trauma and why EFT is so good for trauma. There's a couple of things that comes up, right? Uh, So for me, I find that it's, when you're in trauma, what happens is the blood from your prefrontal cortex, many of you listeners might know, or you might not. So what happens when you're under trauma, the blood from the prefrontal cortex goes to the amygdala, which is, which is your stress response in the body. So what happens is the function of the prefrontal cortex cannot be accessed that well, which is memories. Uh, they say that it's the uh, motherboard of your personality. So all that is not really accessible. With tapping, it's called the bottom-up approach, where we address the emotion mm-hmm. first through the tapping to then being able to rationalize what happened and bring into perspective. When you're under trauma, the rationalization part of your brain is not accessible. So sometimes people will find that normal ways, that normal um, other ways of healing is not really working for them because they can't rationalize yet. They can't think it through. Mm. So we address the emotional aspects first. We heal that part to then being able to say, oh my God, this happened for this reason. Or yeah, I can see why this happened and start to be able to really bring that rationalization that we, a lot of us need uh, after the healing. Ah, that's cool. So where do you start with on healing the emotion? So let's... Um, I'm going to take something a little less obvious, uh, less less big than uh, sexual trauma or molestation, yep. which so many of us have dealt with. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to trigger people. So I'm going to go to something a little, little, <laughs> little down the ladder from that. So <laughs> let's say that you... Uh, bring one in from from my own past. My brother was teasing me that I I was in about sixth or seventh grade and he was teasing me and he wouldn't leave me alone. And I wanted to shut my door so I could go to bed for the night. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And I finally pulled the door out and slammed it and caught his hand in the door. And, um, it, I mean, it was a bad, they, they, my mom and dad wound up taking him to the ER that night and they blamed me and they were, you know, it, so it was a very, it was, a, it's not a huge trauma, but it, it was an event, an event that I remember to this day. So tell me where you would start with dealing with emotions like that. So um, that's a really good example. So the, for us, what we do is I will ask for a title because for for what's important is not my perception of what mm-hmm. happened it's about you okay so I want so usually I will ask for a title so you know where we're talking about when we're tapping okay so I could say say to you the title of this is the night I almost cut my brother's finger off there we go yeah so so then we would use this title in the tapping sequence and first I would have you check to see where do you feel the emotion today? Because what we want is to heal you today, how you perceive the event now. 
Okay. Right? We know that past the past you was super triggered and there's a lot that happened. How does the you now today feel? I'm feeling it in my shoulders. I'm feeling a real tightness in my shoulders. I'm feeling a bit of tightness in my solar plexus. Well done. Look at you. So for me right now, for those of you that don't know, I write everything down. That's how I process information. So I wrote shoulder tightness and solar plexus as well. I cut my finger, um, cut my brother's fingers, cut my brother's fingers off. So that would be, that's our title. Then I'm going to ask if you tune in, what's the emotion? The first thing that pops in your head, that's you're feeling right now today. Shame. Shame. Yep. Perfect. So then what we would do is we would honor it. So I would check to see if you think about that shame right now in your body, as you breathe in, you feel it in the tightness in the shoulders and you feel it in the solar plexus. How much do you feel it today where zero, you don't feel it and 10, you feel it a lot. Uh, six. Six. That's still quite high. Um, <laughs> and then we do a tapping sequence around it. Would you like to try? And sure. Let's, let's go it. with it. Okay. So I'm tapping on the side of the hand and the karate chop point, which is what a, a lot of people would call this. <laughs> That's true. And then I'll have you repeat after me. So we'll say this, even though, even though I still feel this emotion in my body, I still feel this emotion in my body. I want to honor all of me. I want to honor all of me. Even though I have this memory called, even though I have this memory called, the night I almost cut um, cut off my brother's fingers. The night I almost cut off my brother's fingers. I want to honor how I feel today. I want to honor how I feel today. Mm -hmm. So even though I still feel shame. Even though I still feel shame. I want to be open. I want to be open. To accepting all of me. To accepting all of me. Perfect. Now we're going to move around. So okay. top of the head, gently tapping on the top of the head. This shame in my body. This shame in my body. Between the eyes is where the eyebrow, eyebrow starts. I feel shame in my body. I feel shame in my body. Then side of the eye is where the corner, but not in the corner, just on the side, not towards the temple. And we'll say this. I feel tightness on my shoulders. I feel tightness in my shoulders. Then we're going on the point we know already, which is the um, beneath the eye point on the cheek. I feel it in my solar plexus. I feel it in my solar plexus. Under the nose, right in the crease, this shame in my body. This shame in my body. Then the chin point is right beneath the lip, lip in the crease area. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my body. Collarbone point is in the soft spot beneath the collarbone. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. And we're going to breathe in. I feel shame in my body. I feel shame in my body. And then there's the underneath the arm, which is where the bra strap is for ladies. You can cross your arms and hug yourself if you like, or you can tap with um, my, my kids used to call that the monkey pose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the monkey pose since we're, we're, not, we're, we're only pose. doing audio. <laughs> and then, so we'll say this, there's tightness on my shoulders. There's tightness on my shoulders wrist point and i feel it in my solar plexus and i feel it in my solar plexus okay so that would be one sequence and breathing in that is so 
it's a very different way of approaching this kind of trauma. It's not a talk through. It's not a, um, it's not a, oh, don't feel it. It's, it's very much bringing it into feeling it in your body. And I'm just sort of reflecting on what we, what we did with just one round of this. And I know from my experience, you'd go several rounds and and it might come back two or three in two or three sessions where you might have to deal with this same issue, depending on how big it was. Yeah. So what I like to explain to people, it's not that EFT doesn't work or you're not processing fast enough. So sometimes there's what we call different aspects relating to one memory. Mm -hmm. um, so if you think about a brick wall and your brick wall, the title of your brick wall is the night that I almost cut off my brother's fingers. They could be different bricks that explain that one of them is shame. The other one could be my family blamed me. Um, I felt so sad. I was scared for my brother is another brick. So all of these are holding that memory in place in a negative way. Yeah. So could be holding that memory in place. And that's really, really a good point about trauma is that when we re-experience trauma, as we're going through our, our daily lives and we, get into a point where something triggers us and we remember that trauma, we start building all these different bricks to the, yeah. to the situation. So when you have something that is traumatic and remember, I just brought something out of, out of my life that um, doesn't, doesn't come up on a, on a real regular basis, but we all have these little things that, that we've done. I mean, I could, I could have brought up, you know, the day I, the day I got in trouble in first grade and had to sit in the, in the coat closet, which there were still coat closets back when I was in first grade. And so all of these things have different points at which, at which our memories are locked in on them. And yeah if they're getting in the way and i hold a lot of tension in my shoulders like most women do you can see why it takes a while sometimes to work these things out and you may find that oh well my shoulders are still tight well maybe it's not you know that incident maybe it's another incident that reacted to your body and then a skilled practitioner will be able to differentiate and help the client see the differences. Because as you become more conscious as to, oh, this memory is healing, now this is that, then what happens, you feel more hope and you feel that healing as that actually there's momentum and it is happening. It could be uh, quite disheartening when you feel that you're tapping on something it doesn't clear. But sometimes what happens is you're no longer tapping on the same thing. <laughs> so should people work with a practitioner? Um, let's say let's say it's something simple. Let's say it's, yeah. it's something relatively simple. They... Um, I was going to use another word, but they screwed up at work <laughs> and, and they want to, and they want to kind of release that, you know, they feel like, you know, maybe they got mad at their anger being such a, such a common emotion in menopause. Maybe they got angry with a coworker and, and let that out. And now they feel guilt and shame and, and all kinds of stuff around that. 
what should they do with that? What should a person do with that? Should they try and and write the script themselves? Should they go and look up a script? Or should is this something that should always be done with a practitioner? Uh, so I'll answer your question in two ways. The first way is, let's say you have a trauma that is really high intensity, or we're talking. We talk and I did, about, I did make the distinction here that we're talking yeah. about something that's low because. Right. Uh, let me just riff on that for just a second. Anything that's big, if you think you're going to get triggered and really taken down a rabbit hole by something. And I usually often it's sexual trauma. Sometimes it's it's child abuse, or um, for me it was it has to do with my adoption. Those are big things. And when you get triggered like that, you need somebody to help. So an EFT practitioner, a therapist, somebody needs to be with you as you deal with the big things. So we're talking about the the smaller things here. Yeah. And then so different different things will be used with a practitioner to help with those instances. And sometimes it's not a big trauma. And you might feel that you're stuck or there's something that your subconscious doesn't feel safe to address. And that's okay. That's when I reach out for a practitioner or my clients comes to me. So to answer your question, let's say you got angry at work. There's something I called um, in the moment tapping. And I teach that to my clients as well. And I teach that in my courses. So then what you do is just use the points and tap and vent it out as if you're speaking to a friend. So um, yeah, so I can do a quick demo if you like. No, we're going to do that on Tuesday night. <laughs> Okay, because I want good. people to be able to see what's going on and we'll we'll go forward with that. Sophie, it's been delightful talking to you today. And I think we've covered a number of really great points. If you are interested in reaching out to Sophie, how can the, how can people reach you uh, electronically? Um, I have Instagram and if and we do tapping as well live. I do different things. So they can go to Fifth Ray Healing Academy. That's 5TH Ray Healing Academy. That's the handle name. Or you can go to my website and email me directly at Sophie at Fifth Ray Healing Academy. So it's really easy. Just type in Fifth Ray Healing Academy. You'll <laughs> find me. Great. And that will be in the show notes. Sophie, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you today. And I've gotten much better understanding of this, of EFT and how it helps the people it's designed to help. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you. 